Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Honor you on this special Father's Day. Receive your honor. You say, if I be a father, where is my honor? Lord, let our hearts honor you. Father, look in our hearts and receive honor. In the name of Jesus, we are grateful to you this afternoon. This is how God wants us to relate to him. Amen. Amen. In a relationship of a master and a servant, God says servants ought to honor their masters. Amen. Amen. In a relationship of the husband and the wife, God gives specific instructions. God says the wife ought to submit to the husband. You cannot be wiser than God. You cannot be wiser than God. So if you are entering into a marriage as a woman, you are not looking for someone that I love so much, but you are looking for someone that you can submit to. Amen. Somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Someone that you can submit to. You don't follow your heart and say, I love him so much and so I am entering into the, but someone that you can submit to. Amen. So if you look at the man and you look at his head and the way his head is, you say, I can't submit to this one. You see, he's not the type of man you should choose. You can't say, I, I, I like how he is. I like the way he looks. I like his muscles and I like his six packs and he makes six figures. And so I, 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 I want to marry this man. No. But the one that you can submit to, that is the instruction that God gives in this relationship. Amen. And the man also, God gives specific instruction in this relationship. He says, husbands, love your wives. Husbands, love your wives. That means no matter what they are, no matter what they do, the husband's responsibility in this relationship is to love the wife. Amen. Very simple. Love the wife. And you see, God did not give any conditions. God did not give any conditions. God tells parents, don't provoke your children. Do you understand? He said, don't provoke your children. That is the instruction that God gives the parents as far as relating to your children. Don't provoke them. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Now, it, God did not give condition to any one of these relationships that the husband ought to love the wife when the wife is submitting. God did not give that instruction. He says, husbands, love your wife. Simple. And the husband, the wife too, God did not say, submit to your husband when you feel loved. When he is loving you. 
God did not give you that homework or God did not give you that assignment to, ask, to make sure that your husband is loving you. God did not give you that task. The only task God gave you is wife submit to your husband. And so whether you are feeling loved or not, you ought to submit as long as you are in this relationship. And whether your wife is submitting to you or not, your responsibility is to love the wife. Now you see, God is very wise. And anyone who does these things, if you follow the word of God, you will enjoy the relationship. As long as you obey the word of God, you will enjoy the relationship. Amen. Now, you can also not say that I love you. I love you. You know I love you. You know I love you. And the woman doesn't feel any love. You see, when you are loving someone, the person should be able to say, my husband is loving me. Amen. So you can say, I love you, and the person doesn't feel you love me. Neither can you say, I submit to you, and I honor you, and I respect you, and every day the husband says, you don't respect me. You don't honor me. So it means that you are not honoring the man. Do you see? I tell you, God is very wise. God is very wise. Amen. So God did not give the assignment to children to ensure that your parents do not provoke you. He says, honor your father and mother. Honor your father and mother. Whether they provoke you or not, that is not your assignment. The assignment, the role that God gave you as a child is to honor your father and mother. Hallelujah. So these are the relationships, different relationships God gives us how we ought to the role that we ought to play in that relationship. Amen. Now, for the children, in this particular relationship, it's amazing. You see, in all the other relationships, God tells us what to do. He tells you what to do. But in this particular relationship, he makes it very special. He says, children ought to honor their parents. But here, he attaches Great importance to this relationship. First, he made it one of the Ten Commandments. God did not make it a commandment when he was giving the Ten Commandments. Make it a commandment that parents do not provoke your children. Husbands love your wife. Wives submit to your husband. God did not make mention in this Ten Commandments. But in this Ten Commandments, he told us that children ought to honor their parents. When God summed up all the regulations, all the rules to guide us in our life on earth, he included the honor of children to parents. Hallelujah. Then number two, not only did he make it a part of the Ten Commandments, he also attaches promise to this commandment. This particular commandment, God attaches promise to it. Hallelujah. He says, if you honor your father and mother, one, it shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. Hallelujah. God is saying, if you honor your father and mother, the maker of the earth, the one that has leased the earth to you, 
He says, if you honor your father and mother, it shall be well with you if you are living on this earth. Psalm 75 verse 6. Psalm 75 verse 6. The Bible says, you don't have Psalm 75 verse 6. It says, for promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. Listen to the word of God. This is the maker of the earth. And it says, for the people who live here on earth, promotion does not come from the east. Neither does promotion come from the west. Neither does promotion come from the south. But where does promotion come from? It says, but God is the judge. He put it down one and set it up another. This is the maker of the earth. He is telling you that he can put one person down and he set up another person. So you can work hard and look for promotion from the east. Your mind is on the east and searching in the east for promotion. It is not from there. And then you turn to the west and you are looking for promotion. It is not from there. And then you are looking in the south. It is not from there. Promotion, it comes only from above. So he excluded the north. I don't know. So you look to above. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? So you can search for promotion all you want. The God, the, the maker of the heaven and earth, he said that promotion does not come from any of these places. Hallelujah. He said, if you want it to be well with you, then he's giving you the key. Honor thy father and thy mother. For if you do that, he puts down one and he set up another. He will put down someone and set you up just because you honor your father and mother. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing this afternoon? He, he, he calls himself, he says, I am the one that giveth thee power to make wealth. He gives you power to make wealth. If you want wealth, the one that gives power to make wealth, he says, the key to get this power is to honor your father and mother. Hallelujah. Honor your father and mother. Hallelujah. God is the giver of the power to make wealth. You want it to be well with you, the key for wealth is to honor your father and mother that it will be well with you. Hallelujah. And then he says that thou mayest live long on earth. This is the maker of the heaven and earth. The one who made you and placed you here on earth. Hallelujah. There are so many different things that you are doing here on earth. And you are hoping that these things will help you to live long. There are so many things that you are engaged in to help you live long on earth. But the one who made you, you see, you don't even know the organs that are in your body. You don't even know how they work. Hallelujah. Some of you do all kinds of things to help you live long. You do all kinds of things. Some of you starve yourselves. You eat things that you don't like. You exercise. You see your doctors frequently. You're doing all kinds of things. But the one who made you, 
He says, yes, go ahead and do all these things. But if you do not honor your father and mother, you will not live long. You will not live long. Amen. Amen. But you see, sometimes we behave as if we know the earth more than God does. God has given every one of us a lease here on earth. Do you understand? He has given you a lease on earth. How many of you are aware of that? Oh, yes. Job chapter 14 and verse 5. Job 14 and verse 5. The Bible says, Seeing his days are determined, the number of his months are with thee. Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. Amen. Amen. This is the maker of the heaven and the earth. He says that your days are determined. The number, the day you came here on earth, the number of days that you are going to live here, they are determined already. The earth has been leased to you for a certain number of days. He says the number of your months are with him. And he has appointed a boundary and you cannot pass beyond that. This is the God who made you. Then he gives you the rules to help you maximize the benefits whilst you are here on earth. Whilst you are living on earth, God is giving you rules to maximize your benefits. But you have set your own plans. You have set your own agenda. You have your own way of how you are going to live long on earth. You see, how many of you have gone to the bronze zoo before? You've gone to the bronze zoo before. Not a lot of you. How many of you have gone to a zoo before? Any zoo. You went to a zoo. The bronze zoo is next door, not far from here. Please, make, make an appointment and visit the bronze zoo. There are people who travel from afar and they come to the bronze zoo. Recently, one of my son's class was coming to the bronze zoo and the children were so excited. They are coming from afar, very far. About an hour and a half driving to the bronze zoo and you are here next door. <laughs> Even your children, you have not taken them to bronze zoo. But when you go to the bronze zoo, Sarita, they give you rules. Do you understand? There are rules. And they tell you, they said, don't feed the animals. Don't climb the cages. Don't enter the cage. Even when the animal looks very beautiful. Don't enter the cage. Don't feed the animals. And so they allow you in. And they don't have any limit until they close. You can be there all day and enjoy the animals, enjoy the zoo. They have beautiful ponds. They have beautiful gardens. They have beautiful walkways. All kinds of things. And they allow you to be in. And they say, as long as you abide by these rules, enjoy the place. But you, you have come with your own agenda. You went to the associated supermarket and you bought bread because they were on sale. And you bought a lot and now they are expiring. They are going bad. So you have packed some of them in your bag. And you have brought them with you in a zoo that you are going to feed the animals. 
What do you think will happen to such a person? They will take you and remove you out of the zoo. Why? Because you did not follow the rules. Because you did not follow the rules. They give you rules and they say, enjoy the place. Enjoy the zoo. Enjoy it. But because you are not willing to follow the rules, they will remove you before your time is over. You will see others enjoying the place, but they are taking you out. The ones who own the animals, the ones who own the zoo, they know how to behave in the zoo. They know how people ought to behave so they can enjoy the place. They know how people ought to behave so they can stay long in the zoo. They can stay long in the place. They can stay from morning to evening in the place. The ones who own the place, they give you rules. And they say, as long as you abide by these rules, enjoy the place. As long as you follow these rules, be here as long as you want. But if you do not obey the rules, they will remove you. They will take you out. Recently, I saw on the internet someone who went to the zoo and he was climbing the cage. It was the, um, the lion cage. And he was just climbing. And just climbing. And he was just, and the people were clapping and clapping. And then he was just climbing and climbing. And he got to the top. And then he was just playing, playing and playing. And the next thing he realized, he fell inside the cage. He fell inside the cage. And the lion saw something had dropped in the cage. So the lion came slowly, slowly and stood <laughs> and stood in front of him and watching him for about good, they say about good 15 minutes. The lion was staring at him, staring at him. What do you think happened to him? What do you think happened to him? Amen. The lion took him into the den and that was the end of him. Nobody saw him again. You see, there are rules. When people own a place, they have rules. And they say, you want to live in this land, you have to have a number. If you want to benefit in this land, you have to have a number. If you abide by that rule, you enjoy the benefits of the land. They say, you have, whether you are a number person or you don't like numbers, these are the rules. It's a number country. Everything is by numbers. So God is saying that the earth is the lost and the fullness thereof. He, this is the owner of the earth. The one who has leased the earth to you. And he says, if you are going to enjoy this earth, if you are going to benefit on this earth, if you are going to live long on this earth, then the way to do that is by honoring your father and mother. And so you can choose not to honor. 
You can choose not to honor. You see, that is why it is important for mothers to always turn the heart of the children to the father. And fathers to turn the hearts of the children to mothers. This is one of the advantages of divorce. That when there's a breakdown of the marriage, you turn the hearts of the children against each other. And the curse comes upon the children. Amen. God is saying he is the owner of this earth. And by his rules, if you abide by his rules, you will live long on this earth. Some of you choose to go to gym. You say you want to live long on earth, so you go to gym. You exercise five times a day. You run three miles every day. You are sweating and you are hoping to live long. You see, every day you are running and you are going and you are coming, one day you turn the corner and a car hits you and then you are gone. The very, very thing that is causing you to live long, it has taken you away. He says, he set up one and he puts down another. Amen. He will put down another. Hallelujah. Some of you think that it is school. You want to go to school. So you don't care. You see, no matter, no matter how much you paid to enter the zoo, no matter how much you paid, you didn't enter for free. No matter how much you pay, if you do not abide by the rules, they will remove you before your time is over. They will take you out before your time is over. If you have come with your own plans, with your own agenda, that this is how I am going to enjoy the zoo, you realize that you will get out of the zoo prematurely. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? It says the earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. Honor thy father and mother that it will be well with you that thou mayest live long on earth. Hallelujah. The one who determines how long we get to enjoy this life. The one who determines how long you will get to live on this earth. He's giving you a great clue as how you can maximize your time right here on earth. He says, honor thy father and mother. Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 16. This is the original scripture. He says, honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God had commanded thee that thy days may be what? Prolonged. That thy days may be prolonged. That it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Wow, it's amazing. In the land with the Lord thy God giveth thee. So you prayed and you fasted and the Lord brought you in a certain land. In a land where there is prosperity. In a land where people do well. In a land where everyone is able to build a house. In a, one, in a land that everyone is able to drive a car. He says, in the land that the Lord thy God giveth thee. In that land, if you want to be well, if you want it to be well with you and you want to live long, you want your days to be prolonged in the land that God has given you, then he says, honor thy father and thy mother. It's not by education. We are not saying don't go to school. You can go to school and become a doctor. If you do not honor your father and mother, it will not be well with you. Hallelujah. If you do not honor your father and mother, it will not be well with you. You can buy houses. You can buy cars. You can have children. 
and marry and have the best of jobs. He says, if you do not honor your father and mother, it will not be well with you. It will not be well with you. Hallelujah. In Exodus 21 verse 17, it says, And he that curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. God will take you out prematurely for dishonoring your father and mother. Hallelujah. You will die before your time if you do not obey his rules. Amen. Amen. Now, what does the father, what does it mean to honor a father? What does it mean to honor a father? For the sake of time, I'll just give you one. And then we will close. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 9. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 9. It says, Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Hallelujah. You see, people do all kinds of things to honor. One of the ways that you can honor someone is to honor the person with your substance. This is what God chose to signify honor. He says, honor the Lord with thy substance. Honor the Lord with thy substance. You see, people do all kinds of things and they call it honor. But God sees what is in your heart. God sees the heart of man. And he knows that someone is really honoring him when it's coming from the heart. That is why God knows that you are honoring him. And God knows that men's heart represents their substance. Amen. In Matthew 6, 21, it says, For where your heart is, that is where your treasure is. So when you are looking for someone to honor, someone who honors you from his heart, when you are looking for someone who honors you from his heart, you cannot know his heart. Amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, how is your heart? Ask. Do you know your neighbor's heart? You cannot tell how your neighbor's heart is. You will never know how your neighbor's heart is. So if you want to know, God is saying, don't look anywhere. Don't look at your neighbor's heart. Don't search for it because it is very hard to find it. If you want to know somebody's heart, then look where the person's treasure is. Where the person puts his treasure, that is where his heart is. Amen. You see, some of you claim to honor and you honor your fathers and you honor them and you honor them and you respect them, but your substance does not go to them. He said, honor the Lord with your substance. You claim to love your father and then how many of you have called your fathers this morning and you, you wish them happy Father's Day? You see, that is, not, that is just saying. If we want to know what is in your heart, it is your substance. Amen. I say it is your substance. It says where your treasure is, that is where your substance, that is where your treasure is, that is where your heart is. If you want to know where somebody's treasure 
If you want to know where his treasure is, look at where his substance is. Amen. If we want to know that someone honors the Lord, take the, best, the person's bank account and look. How, where the money is going, that is where you know where the heart is. A lot of you, your hearts are in your clothes. Oh, yes. You see, that is why God says, love me with all your heart. Love me with all your mind. You see, your mind is your money. Your strength is your money. Amen. So if you want to know who you honor, it is where your substance goes. Hallelujah. Malachi chapter 1 and verse 6. It says, a son honoreth his father and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? This is a question from God. He says, if I am a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Say the Lord of hosts unto you, O priest, that despise my name. And ye say, wherein have we despised you? You see, God is saying that the people have despised him. To despise someone means you have not honored him. So God is saying, you have not honored me. You have despised me. And the people are wondering, why do you say that? Why do you say we have despised you? Why do you say we have dishonored you? Why do you say we have not honored you? We come to your house. We give you offerings. We sing to you. We arrange the place. We preach. We visit the people. We do all kinds of things. So wherein have we despised thy name? How do you say that we have not honored you? And then he said, Ye offer polluted bread upon my altar. And ye say, Wherein have we polluted thee? Do you see? You say, You give polluted offerings. And then you ask, How have we given you polluted offerings? In that ye say, The table of the Lord is contemptible. And if ye offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? You see, the people have offered sacrifice anyway. They have brought in sacrifice. They have brought to offer the Lord. But when they brought it, the Lord said it is evil. Because you see, sometimes when we are offering to the Lord, when we are giving, you see, you are giving all right. But even, even in your giving, you look for notes that are old. The ones that do not fit to stay in your wallet. That is the kind of note you give to the Lord. We are talking about honor. That is the kind you give. So God watched the people and they bring. They bring the sheep. They bring the goats. They bring the cows. They bring all kinds of sacrifice to him. But he has realized that when they are bringing them, they bring the lame. You bring the sheep that is limping. You bring a sheep that is limping. So as you are coming, you look in the, in the sheep and then you see the one that is about to die soon. And then you take it. And then you offer it to the Lord. You look at the goat that is coughing. And then you say, let's take this one to the Lord. You look at the goat that has cold. Kata. You know Kata. And then you say, let's take this one for the Lord. You look at the goat that is sniffing, sneezing, coughing. And then you wonder, you say, well, a goat is a goat. This one was going to die tomorrow, so let's kill it for the Lord. And God is saying, 
If you bring a goat, one blind eye, goat that has been knocked with one eye off, but you are expecting that he has honored me. Amen. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? He says, wherein have we despised thee? He says, and if ye offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And if ye offer the lame and the sick, is it not evil? You bring a sick goat to the Lord, is it not evil? Offer it now unto thy governor. Will he be pleased with thee or accept thy person? Sayeth the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Beloved, this week, I want you to send something substantial to your fathers. You know, there are different kinds of fathers. There are spiritual fathers. We have our heavenly father. We have our spiritual fathers. We have our father in Christ. We have biological fathers. There are many, some of you have stepfathers. You have different kinds of fathers. Substitute fathers. Fathers in sin. Those who don't honor them. I have a father in sin. I always remember him. He showed me all kinds of bad things. (laughs) Amen. But we we have different kinds of fathers. This week, I want you to give something substantial to your father. Something substantial to honor him. Something that, that costs you. Be like David. He says, I will not give to the Lord anything that does not cost me. Give something substantial. It will bring blessings into your life. Hallelujah. Anyone that is a father figure to you, someone who has been a father to you, see to another person and it will bring you a blessing. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how much school you have attended. It doesn't matter how much you have earned or how much is your salary. It does not matter how far you have come in life. It is going, if it is going to be well with you, it depends on how you honor your father and your mother. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, the prodigal son, he took off with inheritance. He took off with a large amount of money. Amen. He had a lot of money. You know, his father's wealth was a lot of money. He says, give me the portion of inheritance that belongs to me. This was a father who, when as soon as he came, he didn't have to save. He didn't have to go to the bank. Right away, he was able to put golden ring, gold ring on his finger, and to put expensive garments on him. So he was a very rich man. But you see, sometimes, instead of staying in the house to honor, we take off. Because we feel we have come far. Because we feel we have had enough education. Because we feel we are old enough. Because we feel that we have gone to good schools. And so we take off. And then we go. The father gave him large substance. His inheritance. He took off with his inheritance. Beloved, you may have gone to a great school. You may earn so much money. You may have so much. If you go, you can go very far but you cannot be far from honoring the father and the mother. When this young man took off very far, he had a lot with him. He had so much money with him, but it was not for long. 
the Father, the one who made the heaven and the earth, he says, if it is going to be well with you, if you are going to live long on earth, it is not because you have good driving skills. It's not because you, are, you drive carefully on the highway. It's not because you have had a defensive driving lessons. It's not because you are careful when you drive. It's not because you drive a, an expensive car. It's not because you drive a, a very safe car. That when you are involved in an accident, there are airbag side to side in the front to protect you. The one who made the heaven and the earth. He says, if it is going to be well with you, and you are going to live long on earth, then honor thy father and thy mother. Honor thy father and thy mother. If it's going to be well with your marriage, first honor thy father and thy mother. If it is going to be well with your children, honor thy father and thy mother. It is not because you have a good doctor. It's not because you have your physicals every year. It's not because you take good and expensive vitamins. It's not because you exercise. You go to the gym. Somebody was exercising in the gym and passed out and died. Oh, yes. Look, we hear it all the time in the hospitals. What happened to him? He was in the gym. He was exercising. And don't, you, don't we hear it all the time? And he passed out. And they brought him. And he died. Somebody was taking vitamins. We hear it all the time. They come in the emergency room. Vitamins. Big, he buys big ones so he can live long. And he swallows them. He swallows them. And he chokes on the vitamins. And the same thing that is supposed to keep him alive, it kills him. Except the Lord build the house. They labor in vain. That build it. Except the Lord keep the house. The watchman watches, but in vain. He said, if it's going to be well with you, if you are going to live long on earth, and it's going to be well with you, beloved, purpose in your heart to honor thy father and thy mother. Our time is up. Clap for the Lord and stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Honor thy Lord. Honor thy father. Honor thy mother. If it's going to be well with you. If you are going to live long on earth. He says that thy days may be prolonged. Yes. You were orchestrated to live 60 years. But because you honor father and mother, it has been extended to 75 years, to 80 years. He said that thy days may be prolonged here on earth. The keeper of the earth. The watchman of the earth. He says he neither slumbers nor sleeps. If he's going to watch over you, if he's going to mount up your feet like an eagle, if he's going to give you length of days, he says, honor thy father and thy mother, that it will be well with you. Oh, Jesus. Father, whatever stands in our way, some of us, we are hurt because we are not taking care of. Father, some of us, our fathers took off when we were born. Some of us, our fathers disowned us. Something goes so far. Father, there's bitterness in our hearts. I 
this afternoon, Lord, we ask for healing. Heal our hearts, oh God. Heal our hearts. Bring you Heal our hearts. That you will honor this father that you have given us. Some of us, our fathers are irresponsible. They are alcoholics. They are irresponsible. They do not care for us. They did not care for us. You say they did not pay our attention. But this afternoon, oh Lord. The waiting so pure, you look into my heart. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.